This is Katie and Kate Carbondale. Community Access Radio, Glenwood Springs, Carbondale, the Roaring Fork Valley, and beyond. You are listening to Geek Speak on Katie and Kate. Support for Geek Speak comes from, excuse me, support for Katie and Kate comes from Louie the Computer Guy, providing PC and Mac repair, networking support, tutoring, and web design. Be secure, informed, and connected. Louie will pick up and deliver your hardware safely and sanitized. Info at 948-7992. I'm your host, Matt McBrayer from Roaring Fork Help Desk, in studio with Louie the Computer Guy. How you doing, Matt? Doing well. Guess uh, you were saying you've been super busy. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. can't, just, it, it's, it's absurd. I just. That's good. Installing AV and lighting in Aspen. That's mm-hmm. all I do anymore. Well, you know, hey, if, I it's, mean, I, if it's fun, do it. Yeah. You know, well, that's, a, that's been my motto for years. Uh-huh. You know? Yep. I have a, let's see, a, a QSC TouchMix 3030 that I'm testing. Uh, for uh-huh. for a client, and then uh, is that like a digital sound soundboard? Yep, exactly. Okay, yeah, uh, twenty four anal- twenty four uh, XLR inputs, and uh, mm-hmm. what would that be uh, six uh, TRS inputs? Yeah, got yeah. it. That's probably pretty similar to my board. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. And then you can use your iPad or iPhone to do everything mm-hmm. once you get it on the network, and away you yep. go. You could save your. Save your save a room to a flash drive. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, uh huh. Yeah, you can actually all record that. all thirty two tracks to a flash drive with this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mind numbing. It's yeah, and it's full DAW if you hook it into a Mac. Uh huh. It's yeah, it's just amazing that you can. And it, uh, so digital audio workstation, you can just have do whatever you want with thirty two. Mm-hmm. Because I remember the first one I got was uh, sixteen by eighteen or something like, or eighteen by twenty. Yeah, and that was a little box you plugged into a, a you know into a PCI slot in the computer. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's come so far. Now you just it blows my mind. Just plug it in. Yeah. As always, you're listening to Geek Speak on KDNK nine six three two nine seven six. Call in with your questions. Yeah. So I was going to ask you. What was I going to ask you? Um, darn it, it's gone. I'm going to have to wait a second for it to come back. Well, it's, <laughs> I hate that. Uh, We're just waiting on parts. It's like half of our job anymore. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the, you know, I've noticed that things have really picked up. I mean, uh, Interesting. I mean, I, I was blinded by, I mean, I, I ordered some, some parts on Amazon Thursday afternoon, and boom, Saturday morning, a package showed up on my... So it's like, I mean, the, cause I, I was making jokes about, you know, what good is free two-day, six-day delivery? You know, um, <laughs> because it was, uh, and, and six days, that was a good week. Uh-huh. You know? I was going to say, I haven't had problems with sh- in, uh, in, in-country in shipping lately. Uh-huh. The in-country shipping, as long as it's already here, it's been good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, waiting on parts uh, from out of country, uh, I mean, I'm still waiting on parts I've ordered in mm-hmm. September. Yeah. And hopefully they're supposed to show up soon. We'll see what happens. I guess there's really no way to know, you know. Where where the origin of stuff is, you know, right? Or how many or how many origins, yeah. you know, where all the parts yeah. are. All right, yeah, let's see, if we still have them. Yeah. You're on with the geeks. Oh, hey geeks, it's Donna. How are you? Doing well. We're good. Good. When are you going to start doing? Hey, are we going to be up in the valley next or first? Uh, probably in April. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. So I'll I'll let you know ahead of time. Yeah, definitely. Um, probably the third week of April or something like that, maybe. Okay. Um, Very cool. Yeah, or the third, yeah, after like the 23rd. Anyway, um, I'm just curious here. I'm thinking about, you know, get as I mentioned before, getting a new Mac. And I don't know if I should wait until the new MacBook um, 
I don't know, the new MacBook Pros, the 14-inch, they're mm-hmm. still, pre- I mean, they're pretty high, but those look like they're they're pretty nice. They were, I think, um, but when I look at Mac Rumors, mm-hmm. they have that, you know how they have that buyer's guide? I think it says neutral about buying. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. So, I was going to say, they did the Mac Pro, so they did the Mac Mini, and then was it the Mac Air, then the Mac Pros, right? Is uh-huh. that kind of the yeah. order they went in? So, I mean, the the Mac Pros have been refreshed relatively recently. Yeah, like last November, I think. So, anyway, I might get one of those. But in the meantime, I was looking at my old 10-year-old iMac where all my, you know, I have my mom's user folder on there and then I have mine. And I thought, oh, I should just delete my mom's account. But I want to move all of her entire photo out. She has like 11,000 photos in her iPhoto database and I want to move those in and I thought well I if I export the photos and then drag them in then I think I lose all the locations and everything I'm not sure I think then it's just the jpegs or the pictures without all the associated database info you know what I Hmm. mean yeah so I'm not sure what the best way to to merge to, you know, to well, iPhoto. There database. used to be a, um, there's a little tool, I can't remember what it was called, you have to look it up. Um, it's like uh, iPhoto Library Manager. I think that'll get you close enough. Yeah. Um, but basically it's a little tool that um, allows you to have multiple iPhoto libraries. So basically you open iPhoto, it comes up and says, hey, which iPhoto library do you want to go into? Mm-hmm. And then you can select. W- without holding down the option key, you mean? Because, I mean, technically, yeah, you when, you, when you launch photos with the option key pressed down, do it'll thing. still prompt you for a, for a yeah. library. Yeah, I think there's, a, there's some sort of utility. I can't remember. Or maybe mm-hmm. it was just hold the option yeah, key. I don't remember. I remember, I remember that. But I'd re- what I'd really like to do is merge them. Uh-huh. Have, um, so, that's going to be a humongous library. There, I mean, how big is your yeah. library now? Like twenty twenty gigs. I don't I don't remember the size actually. Uh-huh. That's a good point. I remember the old iPhoto. You know there were size limits, and once it got really big, it it really didn't like it, and we we used to have to split them up. I'm just trying to organize the photos. You know what I mean, and yeah. get rid of my mom's account so that way when I get a new laptop, I can just transfer everything over. But I'd like to get it kind of more organized before I do the transfer. Hmm. Yeah, boy, that's a that's a good question. I I didn't think about the uh, the geographic location information and all I mean, that. That, that should know. be stored in the ID tag, though, shouldn't it? I would think so. That it's in the metadata for so, the, for I the guess, pictures. I guess the one thing you could do is if you go to the to the library, right click on it, and say "Show Package Contents," uh, yeah. and, and then there's a f- then it'll open up. There's a folder in there called Originals. And uh, yep. you can go in there and uh, right click and then see uh, see what the ta- see if the tagging exists on that particular original. Uh, then you could decide. Okay. And then if you're not worried about the albums, you just mean like do a get info on a, on a picture. Is that what you're saying? Um, will Mac? Uh, I'd have to try that one. Will it, uh-huh. does Mac do? Uh, does it sh- display the ID tag? We're going to find out right okay, now. Louis is working on it right now. Yep. Um, otherwise, there are some uh, little programs that uh, will read that information for you um, that you yeah. can download, and you can see if that information is, in fact, stored in the ID tag and not in the, um, yeah. in the database. Because I think it should be stored I in the think, ID tag. Yeah. I remember that original folder from a long time ago. It, it's actually called you – know, that folder is called Masters now. It's called so Masters you know, now? Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
And it's been a while since I've... Oh, really? Okay. Yes. Yeah, because I did a... That's how I've merged it in the past, is I've taken that Originals file out of there, or folder out, and then imported that into their their other uh, iPhoto library, because like, it got corrupted, and anyway, it's kind of a restore yeah, kind of I situation. Think, I think... I think I used to do that too. Just been so long since I've, you know, worked on all this stuff more than 10 years. But the other thing, um, so I was going through my closets and I did find about eight, eight millimeter films. And I had taken, you know, like six, eight milli, eight millimeter, you know, the little things from a video camera. I had taken them to get all those digitized. But I'm thinking I should be able to do that on my new Mac, but I, I need some kind of a, I don't. I would need some kind of a device, I think, to go from from my video camera into my computer, like a video capture card or something like that. Yeah, which are pretty much a dime a dozen anymore. Um, you can, I think, you can probably find one for like thirty nine bucks. Quite yeah. honestly, um, as long that as that would just plug w- into my Mac, my iMac, my old iMac. Yeah, um, they are they're like a US. It's a USB three device, I think. And um, okay, as long as you don't need something like I think if if you're like getting into like needing an S video input, then they start getting expensive, you know, or a composite video. Okay. But if it's just yeah. a HDMI input or a, maybe even a coax, uh, they're fairly fairly reasonable. So yeah, I'll have to see what the outputs for my video camera mm-hmm. are. Yeah. So I, know I have that. I do. Yeah. Going back to the metadata on those pictures, uh, the the basic get info on those images does not show any geo, like no location data or anything like that. Um, so oh, okay. So that that information may be contained in the uh, in the library metadata. Um, okay. So anyway, just yeah. Have to, you'll have to do a little bit of research yeah. on that one. Yeah, yeah so. I'll have to uh, p- play around with maybe export, you know, take like a folder of five pictures and see how they come in and see if the data is there, you know. Yeah, my, my gut instinct, 11, I was going to say, just leave them on iCloud and just, you know, when you need to access them like that. But if you're paying an iCloud, like a, a storage subscription, then you don't want to do that. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, because it's, mm. it's a pretty slick way to access them. A lot of people don't even know that, that... Uh, so if I have my iCloud account on my mom, you know, I would have to put my iCloud account on, attach it to her, my mom's um, user account, and then it would upload them. I, I don't know. No, I'm thinking more along the lines of just toggling between your iCloud. Well, I mean, in a web browser, just going to iCloud.com and logging into her iCloud account and accessing her photo library there. Um you know, would be one way oh, of doing it. And you, you can also export the photo library through iCloud. I don't know if you knew that or not, but okay, um, there I'll is do a, a little there bit more research. Export function there. So. Anyway, these are the things yeah. I'm struggling with, and you know, the, there's <laughs> such my computer. I get, I get the spinning wheel all the time, and you know, it's just mm-hmm. so old. Yeah. Um. So. So, do you like use do you use Activity Monitor to kind of see where the spinning yeah. spinning's coming I, from, and it's not giving you any love, huh? It's you know, it's like um, it's actually like iCloud stuff, I think. Oh yeah, of course. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I so, found is I'm, I don't know if you're still running Dropbox or not, but uh, Dropbox yeah. sometimes will go rogue, 
and just be sucking up, just like just constantly synchronizing. Even it, it like it gets errors in the synchronization data, and it like just constantly oh, okay. trying to trying to sync. And uh, yeah, and since everything's already synced, it it can't sync it, but it keeps trying. And yeah, I don't know, just just well, one thing to look at maybe. So. Yeah, I'll look at that. I do. The other thing that I've seen before too is when somebody sets a time uh, sets up a time machine backup and it's all wireless and it ne- and it never gets a chance to complete before uh-huh. it before it um, tries to start over again. Yeah, it just gets caught in this loop, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's terrible. So that so yeah. that's something you have to like set it to manual backup and then let it finish before you set up any automatic backups after that. Got it. So, yeah, no, that that's right, good well, advice. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, that's good advice for any the, any time machine backup is let the first one finish, and, and yeah. if you can't do it over a wire, you know, I mean, yeah, especially if you can't, you know, or not doing it over a wire. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. But, well, yeah. those are those are good ideas. And All then right. um, the only other thing is that I when I was looking at these new MacBook Pros, I found the one I want at Micro Center for like two hundred and fifty dollars off. It's like now Apple. Amazon and you know other places are allowed to 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 discount Apple price reduce you know well so I'm, I'm glad I'm you told me that it. because we, I've been telling people doesn't matter where you buy them you'll save fifteen dollars if you buy it in one place or another but uh, that's a significant savings yeah. so yeah um, see Costco, so anyway, Costco's been having some pretty good percentage or not oh, you know that's right yeah Mac off. Matt bought a uh, a Mac. Um, a, Mac a mini, book, a Mac Mini, a mini out of From, Costco. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, that's so. good to know. Well, thank you. Yeah. Okay, I'll look at. Yeah. The, yeah. I'll look at there too. Yeah, their yeah. selections it's limited, M- but M1. If, yeah, their selections limited. You know, they only have like you know ten or well, they have two SKUs for Mac Minis, one or two SKUs. You know, they only have one or two SKUs of each version, so they may not have the, the exact one you wanted. I would have definitely liked sixteen gigs over eight because I'm definitely running into a problem there. But uh, that being said, it was uh, a good price. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I'll listen to the rest of the show. Thanks All right. for your help, guys. Thanks for yeah, calling, you're Donna. Welcome. Take care. Bye. Bye. You're listening to Geek Speak on KDNK, 963 2976. Yeah. Didn't, didn't nail that one like you usually do. <laughs> you were just cruising, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were blowing through that. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I'm starting to get a little bit of a Jones for one of these new M1 Max. So. It's not good. Yeah, the studio is very tempting, I'll have to say. Yeah. Is that like the $9,000 one or something? Uh, I think it maxes out at 8. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. Uh you can get a mortgage on that, right? Actually, you can. Yes, if you get the if you do the Apple credit, the one I was looking at is 3.99 a month for 12 months. Uh-huh. Wow, brutal. That is brutal. But Yeah. It, it's better than the the Sprinter huh? the Sprinter van that I'm looking at <laughs> right now. <laughs> Like yeah, I'll tell you, man, it's going to be because I, I got to get both of my cars paid off before I go and do this because the payment's going to be like seven fifty a month or something. Oh yeah, and I'm just and you know the, these sprinters like they're it, it's not hard to find them that you know the ones that are built out that are like six figures, right? Know? Yeah, and it's like I mean, what does that work out to at seventy two months? <laughs> it's like but but fifteen hundred dollars a but month. I guess there's a lot of people more. that are doing it and they're doing it in lieu of housing. And mm-hmm. it's their it's their rent. That's you know? their house, yeah. And uh, so, as much as I'd love to just jump right into a hundred thousand dollars sprinter, that would be awesome. But uh, 
<clears throat> no, we're doing it old school, man. I'm, mm-hmm. getting, I'm getting out the skill saw and the hammers and the nails and the screw gun. and Nice. We're going to have some fun. So, uh, let's see. Do you have any customers using Starlink, Matt? No, not yet. Mm-hmm. I've had one that, well, I see it's a. It's not part of the business I work with him on, so... But I think he has two accounts, so I haven't heard anything. Okay. Well, I guess uh, um, there, I have a client in Marble who is uh, wanting me to, they're going to get it installed, and then they want me to tie it into their Ubiquity network that I set up for them. Got it. Got it. So hopefully we'll be doing that in the next month or two. I'm starting to see the their dishes uh, at local houses and businesses. Mm-hmm. They're starting to build out. So, Yeah. I just don't know if I can, because the, the lower tier one, I guess, maxes out at 200. Mm-hmm. And I'm just not sure not sure if I can get by with that. <laughs> well, if you didn't, so the, the equipment outlay is 500. Mm-hmm. And then the monthly plan for that is 99. But if you want to jump up to the, um, the 500 meg plan, the equipment jumps up to 2,500 bucks. So it's like... And then what's the plan on top of that? Completely different. Just a minute. All right. So, what are we thinking? Let's see. They, let's see, this article I'm looking at doesn't want to tell me, at least not right off the bat. Oh, let's see. uh, Is it like $2.99 a month or something? Because it's kind of more uh, business-focused, isn't it? Is that kind of the idea? So, let's see. That's funny. Oh, so the, the... the 500 it's basically a, a buck a gig or a buck a meg um so it's for, five it's 500 a month for the, the fast one uh-huh so yeah so Do you have some guaranteed well i guess yeah some some amount of guaranteed bandwidth at that point and things like that then probably yeah i mean they're saying it's a 500 meg plan so i mean if if it wasn't giving me 500 meg i'd be all up in their business about it yeah for a dollar a meg yeah yeah i wouldn't exactly. as well so, you know, one thing I noticed that they don't show, uh, I suppose, you know, it'd be actually a really fun subject to talk to our listeners about. Um, a lot of people don't know um, about latency. And a lot of people are like, well, you know, if, if an internet, uh, satellite internet plan is giving me speeds comparable to DSL, um, and I hate CenturyLink, or I'm in a place where I can't get CenturyLink, or, you know, whatever, why you know um or actually if if you're in a place where you can get CenturyLink why should I not go with the satellite one if it's a little cheaper or whatever and so a lot of people don't know that or understand the idea that so like when we as computer guys do these what we call a ping test uh the ping test basically tells us uh, how many milliseconds the round trip takes for you know so we we send out a little packet of data and it goes out over the internet, and it bounces off a server in Houston, for instance, and then comes back to us, and it gives us a statistic, tells us how long it took to make a round trip. And um, so what a lot of people don't take into consideration is that uh, if you're using satellite internet, and, you know, buyer beware, you know, if you're out in the sticks uh, and it's the only game in town, then go for it. (laughs) But um, uh, it basically has to make a 22,000-mile trip well 44,000 mile well 22,000 up to the satellite 22,000 down to ground station 
and then however many um, terrestrial miles, right, from, yeah, from the ground, fiber. ground station to wherever the website that you're going to, you know. So if you're hitting a ground station in Houston, then it has to travel across the earth to if you're going to a website that's in New York, it'll basically go all that way and then all the way back. And then it goes another 22,000 up and another 22,000 down. So you basically covered 88,000 miles of space first <laughs> before the terrestrial or, you know, just and uh, and that takes time. So a good comparison would be uh, the ping time on a uh, on a DSL or a Comcast Internet uh, anywhere between, you know, 16 seconds and 16 milliseconds, 16, I'm sorry, 16 milliseconds and 100 milliseconds. Right. Yeah. You know, right. So probably. Yeah. You know, that that's considered reasonable. And if it's more than 200, we consider that starting to you know become troublesome. Right. But satellites, what, 2000? Huh? Right. Um, usually. Well, last time I tested, uh, it was around 650 to 700 was a, a good was a, that's a good satellite. That's a good satellite yeah. ping. But I've seen plenty uh, of satellite pings that were up in the two and three thousands. Yeah, depending on you know. on load and queue and everything, it can easily be two or three seconds, two yeah. three thousand milliseconds. Yeah, which God help us if we have to wait that long. Right, two seconds, two, two whole seconds, two whole seconds, and that's for that's for the server to go. Yeah, I'm here, and what do you want? Yeah, that doesn't count. The next one that goes. Oh, that's true. Doesn't take. That's not the time to deliver the content. Right, so, and there's some, yeah. and and uh, because of the high latency, they do they do cheat a little bit with the requests. Mm-hmm. So the router will take a package of several requests. Like if you're requesting a website, it'll take you know fifteen or twenty of mm-hmm. those and send them. Queue so them it through. like aggregates them. Or yeah, it'll no? aggregate okay. the requests to some extent. All right. So there are Got some it. tricks that they're doing to. Uh-huh. That's why, if, like, if when you're on satellite, it'll it'll sit there and churn and churn, and then all of a sudden it's there. Like everything's there. All yeah. So yeah. They, they've done some mm-hmm. uh, sh- shenanigans in the background to to facilitate that uh-huh. over what over what Comcast would do is just say send the packet oh here and then just you know you, you make the hundred requests and it however long the requests take to process is mm-hmm. how long it takes. Got it. Got it. So there's okay. some extra queuing going on there. But with these newer ones, instead of twenty two thousand miles, we're talking what was it six hundred? What you said ish. Depending on what no, orbit gonna, they're in, I'm going to look that up. Okay, um, I think they're in the, the four to six hundred, if I recall correctly. And so, uh, what I've heard is the well, for example, the day tra- the, the the traders in uh, what was it? Uh, Chicago want to uh, use Starlink to get over to uh, to the New York Stock Exchange because they can get to the stock exchange faster uh, over that over the link going up to the space and down than you can through terrestrial fiber oh that's impressive you know and when you're you're trading at times you know yeah milliseconds is money yeah exactly so yeah they are 340 miles up 340 okay yeah i wonder if that's one of the other ones are we sure that are we sure that the hughes net is twenty two thousand? is that a is that that a myth um yeah geosynchronous should be twenty two thousand. okay let's 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 look up let's look up yeah Let's look up. It should be twenty two thousand around there. It's like twenty two. That's a 000. big. That's a big difference. Uh huh. It's a huge difference. You know. It's um. Yeah. It's what, the other the Starlink and the other competitors are one percent. Twenty two thousand miles. Mm-hmm. That's a good number. Yeah. Well, sounds like that you've one. wasted a perfectly good twenty five minutes of your life listening to Geek Speak once again. All right. But thank you. 
You've been listening to Geek Speak on KDNK. I'm your host, Matt McBrayer, in studio with Louie the Computer Guy. Hey, thanks a lot, Matt. You're welcome. We'll see you in two weeks. Well, first first week in April. And that's two weeks. Is that two I, weeks? I the checked f- the calendar. Ah, the fourth. I am proactive. All right. So. See you on the fourth of April. All righty. Don't touch your knob.